Okay, everybody, welcome back to Hers and Hers Podcast. I know we've been gone for a while, but we're so excited to be back. And as you can see, our afros are bigger than ever, which means that we have a lot of tea to spill. It's filled in our afros. Yeah. All the tea is up here. That's Bitch why they, been gone, they get bigger and bigger. Yeah. <laughs> the more tea we get, the more hair we grow. So that's just how God <laughs> made us. So you're welcome. Messy bitches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, we're so excited because while we were on break, I feel like most of what we were doing was just preparing to come back better than ever. We wanted to give you guys like a better show. And honestly, what you guys were asking for was like more one-on-one time with me yeah. and Nicolay. Cause honestly, the way that we get flowing in a conversation, it's unmatched compared to us having like a guest on, even though, you know, our guests were always amazing and yes. they were giving us gems. But, uh, I feel like, you know, the people wanted to see what the people wanted to see. It's just something about me and you. We just have a certain genesis qua, a certain, yeah. a certain energy. We definitely <laughs> vibe. Our banter is great. <laughs> I've been watching Love Island, if you can't tell. <laughs> a hot new person has entered the, the villa. villa. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. So if you guys don't know, like over the break, I'm sure you guys have seen, if you do follow us on Instagram, it's at hers and hers pod. <laughs> Um, and we have been collecting questions from our audience, which has been really, really interesting. So what we're going to do is we're going to answer you all's questions live on air while we're filming our podcast and you guys can get the advice in real time. We film every week. So if you do want to ask us something, go on ahead to hers and hers pod on Instagram, click the link in our bio and click our ask hers and hers button and go on ahead and ask us a question. I just want to throw that out there just in case anybody wanted to ask us anything for future episodes. Um, so yeah, what were you up to Nick in your personal life? Like while we were on break. So what did you reflect on? <sighs> Whoa. <laughs> it doesn't uh, sound, doesn't sound <laughs> What didn't I reflect on? I, honestly, <laughs> a little bit of everything. Um, I don't know. I just I've just been having like a lot of like introspective moments. Um, I got a lot of opportunity to kind of like you know just kind of have come to moments, kind of sit down and just like recenter, refocus on what I wanted to do this year. Kind of had to take a little hiatus, but honestly, this has been really refreshing for me. So I don't know. I just been. Working on career, working on life. I'm super excited for this new year. We have a lot of stuff planned. We have a lot of things, a lot of friend trips that we have plans that we're going to be doing this yeah. year. We have a lot of new ideas, a lot of new creative ventures that we're going to work on. So, I don't know. This year has been the year of strengthening our personal goals and just going after shit just yeah. I don't know I will say that we spent a lot of time strengthening our personal brand which you know I think we kind of just when we first started our podcast like a lot of people don't know but like me and Nick literally like met on Clubhouse <laughs> and then like we were like you want to start a podcast and then we just did it like very much chaotic energy to just jump in and start doing yeah. a podcast. And luckily I had already done a podcast before. So I already had Tyrone, our awesome producer. And now we have Isaiah added to the team. So I'm super excited yeah. to just show you all what we've been, you know, thinking yeah. on. So now we're refocused. We're more centered and we are more intentional about what we got going. So now we're going to have more refined content and just more of what you guys want to see. Um, a lot, like a lot of me and Tay just doing vlogging, just, you know, getting more personable and just kind of like going out there and just doing our own thing. So. 
So yeah. yeah, like she said, we have um we have asked you guys from our podcast page and on our personal pages just to send us in questions. So I don't know. So we're we're basically doing one epi- we're gonna do one question per episode. So you have to listen to like see if your question got selected for this episode. Um did you choose a question already for this episode? Because I would love, love, love to get we're gonna just get straight into that and go on ahead and give people some advice. Um, so it's called Ask Hers and Hers, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with like you know just like an ask column in like a newspaper or something. Basically, you just send in questions and like they all are just right there in the newspaper for you the next Sunday. So that's kind of what we're gonna do. Yeah. And Which one do you want to start with? I'm very excited. I can't wait to see what people ask us. And we haven't read these questions yet. We haven't like thought about these questions so this is going to be just like on the spot us trying to give the best advice possible so it's going to be a little chaotic but we will do our best as if you are homegirl or our homeboy that we're talking to and you don't have to say who it's from either it's all anonymous by the way guys it's anonymous we're not putting your business out there we are keeping this shit 100% anonymous (laughs) because I already know it's already hard enough for niggas to open up and ask questions so yeah we could just go ahead and get started um we, we've got like a few questions in so just, I'm just ask gonna, one yeah so yeah anyone this one is if you both had to weigh love and romantic relationships on say a scale of one to five with one being the least important and five being the most important in terms of it being part of your life where would you rank it okay so what are the ranks so if you both had to weigh love and romantic relationships on a well romantic relationships on a scale of one to five with one being the most and five being the least important where would you rank it? Oh, so we're ranking romantic relationships, importance, and priorities <laughs> in our personal lives from one to five. Yeah. I thought we was answering other niggas' questions. Why are they asking us questions about us? <laughs> I get, we did open it up for them to ask us whatever they wanted. Let's. <laughs> so I, I don't know. No, I'm thinking about okay. it. Okay. Let me reframe this a little bit. Let's say, let's do it. No, uh, I get it. I can yeah. answer this. You can do like, yeah. let's, like, what do you feel like is most important between love and friendship? Love and friendship. Well, I feel like friendship is like way more. I just friendship is just community. You can't you cannot replace like platonic love with any other love. No, I think we should answer the original question. Like, where do we rate romantic relationships on a scale of one to five on how important they are? I would say for me, romantic relationships, they're pretty important to me, but they're not so important that I'm willing to like sacrifice my own happiness and like comfort. Um and like my being so I think I would rate them probably like a three out of five I'm fucking crying because I feel like they're so they're important but I'm not about to be out here I'm not about to be in the dirt over no nigga like just because I love him or something like it's okay to love a nigga from a distance I don't know let me tell you something America never (laughs) never prioritize a nigga's over your life if i were to rank uh, romantic relationships between a one to a five i would i'll probably do a two and a half to a three because honestly you could be chilling vibing with a nigga and y'all could be quote-unquote happy but that won't really take you anywhere i feel like friendships and just interpersonal relationships are kind of a little bit more integral with like your development as far as like yeah and also i think it would be easier for me to answer well not easier because i answered that question fast as fuck yeah you you didn't even think about it no but i I really think that if we were if we had to like compare it to other things like career um you know like motherhood friendship it would be more difficult for me to answer the question but because it's just like 
a blank question that's like romantic relationships one to five yeah it's giving a three like it's important to me and I don't want you to think it's not important to me but I also want you to know that like there's other I have other things goals that I need to work towards that are going to make sure that I'm good because like how can I even exist in a romantic relationship if I'm not working on myself in the best way possible. Like, I don't think I have to have it all the way together to be present and show up the way I need to in a romantic relationship. But I definitely think I need to be at least working towards my best self. And I think whoever I'm in a relationship with should be doing the same thing. Yeah, that's the one thing. It's just real easy to burn out real quick when only one person is kind of working towards something that actually has a goal. So definitely for sure, like two and a half to three when it comes to romantic relationships, because dick is always going to be there. And I'm and, and for some reason, we're only getting sexier. So it's like it's not. Yeah, like I'm not even 30 yet. I haven't even reached, like, I, like I haven't even reached like my peak sexy bitch era. Like, like so I'm I'm still in the midst of like getting that money and like wearing the like, OK, I could put a little fit on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like, know, bitches know I can dress. But bitches, when I get some money. It's, it's gonna be over. different. It's I plan on getting richer and hotter. Bitches are getting bangs, yeah. which means I'm in my Harajuku era, which means I'm in You're my Barbie bangs? era. Wait, hold on, stop. You're getting bangs? Not like white girl bangs, but like black girl bangs. Black girl bangs means Barbie era. White girl bangs means Wait, nervous so breakdown. you're getting like Nicki Minaj like bang, like no, 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 blunt no, no, no. cut bangs. No, like I'm like getting a little kinky curly. Oh, okay, little, kinky bangs little, is different. Little trim. No, because if you were just getting regular bangs, I was gonna have to stop this whole podcast and ask you, are you okay? No, because <laughs> but bangs when bitches cut bangs. It's different on black women because, like, on white girls, it's a nervous breakdown. But on black women, it's like, ah, Harajuka era. No, like, I ah. cut my bangs when I was in high school, and I swear to God, I was in turmoil. It I'm not was gonna lie. pure chaos, and it was I was looking crazy. I let a white woman cut my hair. Yeah, so, first of all, you know, no offense to white women. I'm sure, you know, they do a great job on hair types that they understand. But I'm, going, <laughs> I'm, in, a, I'm in a mostly white neighborhood, and I'm going to get my bangs cut. Like, Bro. I'm not okay. Like, Bro, I remember the last time I went to a white salon, they were telling they were like hey love we don't have the chemicals to get your hair the way it needs to get the chemicals i said i didn't want to relax her i just wanted you to blow it out yeah no they don't they don't know and this is why i go to the dominicans or the africans period um yeah so speaking of like love and like relationships I love romantic comedies and so I obviously gave the new movie on Netflix a chance you people starring Lauren London and Jonah Hill (laughs) I love Jonah Hill (laughs) and I just think both of them are so funny and I can't lie like the acting overall in the movie wasn't that great but like I can totally look past that for a good romantic comedy what has Lauren Hill I'm I'm sorry not Lauren Hill (laughs) not not Jonah Hill and Lauren London fused together and make Lauren Hill what 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 has what what has Lauren London no sh- no shade but what has Lauren London been in that was so poignant to where it was like oh don't my try God, to sit like, here and act like her role in ATL <laughs> wasn't like the the premise of like every black ATL woman chain Rashad uh, I'm actually getting mad this bitch is because, really trying the fuck out of Lauren London right now I don't think like me and Rashad I'm so sorry but <laughs> when she said <laughs> Ooh, when she said they call me Nunu because I always rock the new new shit. Bitch, you live that in really Cobb went County. Crazy for me, but I also I lived in the suburbs and I had moved from Atlanta to like a 
predominantly white neighborhood so I really missed everybody and so like seeing that movie was like really helpful for me because I really got to like kind of tap back into like oh my god I missed the skating rink how's Golden Glide doing like these are like all the things that I was like thinking about and like I really didn't miss anything but you know I I think that she's a decent actor but you're right I don't think she's been in anything <laughs> where I'm like Grammy um Oscar Oscar we need her to get a Tony award right now like she, I've never <laughs> she has been like survived off the strength of her being like a bad but a bad bitch with a middle part bust down oh and, yeah yeah and I love the that middle for her. part bust down and I love that for her I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to watch um the movie you people okay. but I, it did have Nia Long and Eddie Murphy in it yeah what did which, you think so I thought the movie was really good for what it was I don't know what people are expecting out of Netflix are we expecting Netflix to give us like a full feature length like they fired everybody absolutely not like they don't even pay their employees proper wages so what are we they they literally raised they fired half their employees and then raised the price of Netflix for all of the users so like I'm not expecting them to do good things and Netflix hasn't really ever put out a good movie like are y'all about to sit here and tell me that Bird Box was a good fucking movie like I'm not looking for Netflix to put out a good film I'm looking for them to put out like something that is like basically mid that I can stand watching for longer than an hour while I eat popcorn and forget that I had to actually work the week <laughs> so so from what I saw on Twitter they were saying yeah the movie Twitter was, they were saying that it was about like uh it was kind of like similar to like guess who's coming to dinner yeah basically like any classic black girl white guy movie like okay so there's that movie with uh Ashton Kutcher and yeah that uh, guess, yeah guess who's coming yeah, or yeah it's guess called who. guess who or some shit literally like, yeah. it's just called guess who but there's another one called guess who's coming to dinner there's like there's, literally it's been yeah. it's been made Going on for over years several times but yeah it's, it's very interracial similar relationship? interracial relationship jonah hill is jewish um lauren london is from California. you know from a black family her dad is like eddie murphy who plays her dad is like spoiler alert fuck y'all <laughs> i'm just kidding her dad is supposed to be like a um just like a very strong black power type figure so he like isn't expecting her to bring home a white guy and he's actually just like a little disappointed because he's skeptical of any man that she brings home but specifically skeptical of this white man because he's white so um, where'd she meet this uh bleeper she ended up meeting him because he jumped in her he jumped in her car because he thought she was an uber but she was really just looking at her gps and then he showed her, like, the girl who was actually his Uber driver. She was like, you racist piece of shit. And he was like, look at her. And she was like, damn, she do kind of look like me. She's cute. <laughs> so then they kind of, she actually ended up giving him a ride. And then they, like, fell in love and stuff. But long That's story cute. short, the, the Jewish family is having a hard time um, connecting with the black girl because they're, like, overcompensating and being weirdos. And then Eddie Murphy is just pretty much not trying to get to know these white people at all because he's pro-black and he's like i don't want my daughter marrying this nigga period but um <laughs> i think that the main discourse on twitter that like kind of pissed me off around this movie was like people ex people basically saying that like why would someone like lauren london be attracted to jonah hill okay wait 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 wait, 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 wait. which did i agree <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> okay i'm but totally did joking you but did you hear about they were saying that okay so apparently Jonah Hill and Lauren London had kissed in the film and they were saying that it was CGI they said that Lauren London had a CGI kiss with Jonah Hill out of respect for Nipsey Hussle who and said that you're asking me who 
a, a black man with <laughs> a marathon flag. <laughs> a black man with a with a marathon flag in his bio said that. He said, "Damn, Lauren a man Hunt. that has on a Bass Pro Bro, Shop hat, even though he's never fished a nigga, a, day in a his nigga life. wearing a Fresh Prince of Bel Air basketball jersey and fucking cargo <laughs> pants." Said a man who hasn't found one date on Hinge in over a year. Yes, like a nigga who raps on voice memos and then puts it on Hinge. This nigga was like, this nigga was like, Lauren London, a real ass bitch, bruh. And let me tell you why. She had, she out of respect for Nipsey, she CGI'd. How the fuck do you computer generate a kiss? You can CGI a kiss, yes, but, but why, why would they? <laughs> why? Why would a Netflix film pay to have Lauren London's mouth CGI'd so that she could fake kiss Jonah Hill? Come on now. I don't, I don't, he don't even, to me, it's uh, to be, no shade, but like, he's not an ugly guy. He's just a little nah. bit thicker than regular niggas. Yeah. And to be honest and he's with you, not bitches, even that thick. He really lost a lot of weight. If we want to keep it a bean with you bitches, you bitches was trying to fuck on money bag, yo. So you got some motherfucking audacity. Right. To say that Jonah Hill is ugly because he's not even an ugly guy. He's a little thick. And ain't nothing wrong with thick niggas at all. I could all. genuinely see a Lauren London type person actually like falling in love and you like know how marrying many, a Jonah Hill type You know how person. many black women I see on a regular basis fucking on Jonah Hill ass niggas? First of all, men in general are like, men are generally not attractive. Y'all no, no, don't no, even all, have to try. All men are ugly. But you are, fail, are, you are failing yes. at beauty standards because yeah. you've never been upheld to anything. Yeah. And you guys are just now recently starting to get into beauty standards. Y'all yes, niggas yeah. just started washing your faces and cleaning between your ass cheeks this yeah. year. So let's just start there. Niggas was using the same <laughs> washcloth to wash dishes and they ass. So I'm not... <laughs> I'm about to sit here and act like y'all. So first of all, like it's, it's really difficult to like find someone who, who is the full package. I 100% think that it's possible, but like you what? think I'm going to be, you think when there's niggas out here making tweets like that about Lauren London, CGI, making up lies that Lauren London CGI in her mouth so that she could stay loyal to Nipsey Hussle. You think like those are our options out here. You think I'm going to be upset because a nigga like combs his, combs his like hair back backwards and Bro. like puts a little bit of axe gel in it like I'm i don't not. and i no shade I, the only reason why niggas are saying this about jonah hill is because he's like thicker it's because no he it's because he's white yeah well oh, why, it's and whiteness. black men have a really difficult time understanding the that there are black women who are actually attracted to white men there are black women and honestly like redacted. i this is really fucked up but like sometimes me too because i was raised racist i'm just kidding <laughs> No, but genuinely, I, I, I don't really find it that hard to believe that there are black women that are attracted to white men, just as black men are attracted to white women, and Indian people are attracted to black people, and Asian people are attracted to yeah. white people, whatever. Mixed couples exist, so yeah. I just feel like... They're, Twitter trolls because Twitter thinks that they are the 90 percentile they think that they make up most of the world I think that they're they feel like their comments they're very self-right I feel like a lot of tweeters are self-righteous in yeah. their comments it's, it's easy like it's, they it's, really yeah. believe the shit that they're typing it's, out because <laughs> imagine being imagine being a lame ass bitch ass nigga chilling <laughs> you chilling in Decatur Georgia right you one bitch ass nigga with terrible bitch ass thoughts yes. you get on Twitter there's 10 thousand bitch ass niggas with the willing, same willing, terrible with thoughts the, as with you. the same terrible thoughts who have the marathon flag in their bio who are open to agreeing with you so of course your dumb greasy ass get on twitter you talking about oh, man lauren london cgi'd her lips who the fuck is gonna believe that except for other 
weird ass marathon flag niggas. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like if you have a marathon flag, that doesn't make you automatically weird because I know so many people that follow Nipsey Hussle. And she speaks for herself, and they're per- they're perfectly <laughs> fine. Like people, you know, they're just they're just living a holistic lifestyle and investing in black businesses. There's a whole other side of niggadom <laughs> that you also like to call nig cells, which is yeah. basically like incel black incel men. She calls them nig cells, which is like the funniest thing I've ever heard but I feel like I just feel like I saw a lot of commentary around Lauren London just like being so loyal like she hasn't remarried she hasn't started dating other people angry and I'm like he really just passed like I don't know if people realize but that was very recent like if you've ever lost a loved one you know that it, it takes a really long time to mourn and grieve and everybody you know like, you know, grieves differently. So I just feel like even having like commentary on like her loyalty because she hasn't remarried, she might just be mourning or she might be dating. And it's also just none of our business. I want to understand. I want to unpack why men have this weird misogynistic allegiance to other men. It's where it's just like, I don't understand why people are so hyper focused on Lauren Lauren London's loyalty to a deceased person and why aren't black women allowed the agency in the space to really move the fuck on yeah like her nigga died no shade sorry not nigga but her, Nipsey died like three yeah, years ago three four years away. ago I don't know how long ago it was but it's I know it ago. was re- it was so recent that it still hurts people's feelings that weren't his wife so but, I know it might still be hurting his wife but feelings. like what it was it was even too weird to the point to where it's like after he had recently passed people like rappers and other black celebrities were talking about we're talking about like don't touch her or if she does move on she's a she's she's not loyal and this and that and it's like I don't understand why like, I think they're saying this stuff out of respect but like out of like Honestly, y'all y'all sound dumb as fuck. Do you, do they do, did he own her? Cuz that's just really like I mean like, a lot of people yeah. see relationships as ownership and it's honestly it's wrong and people are weird and I really think we just need to like let that girl be in a movie without there having to be commentary on her loyalty to her deceased husband. Like what are y'all talking they about? They weren't even married. What Wait, no, they were married. They got married or were they just, I thought they were just engaged to I be married. I don't even know. I wasn't in their business, but I'm, I'm pretty crying. sure they were married. But I, even if they weren't actually married by law, they were hood married. They have kids together. Like they were together for years. No everybody shade, no everybody knows that's her nigga. You like, get pregnant by a nigga. Like, you have a baby for a nigga. You stay married. with him. That's your like, nigga for life. You're hood married. Like it's a few <laughs> niggas be hood married to right now. <laughs> I don't know those niggas. Who are these niggas? I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> I, I just learned how to wink two months ago. So, uh, they, you know. Oh my who god, you are. you're doing a terrible job. <laughs> I just learned. <laughs> I just learned, nigga. Okay, so like, I just wanted to talk about um, Valentine's Day is coming up. <laughs> Also, so like, let's continue the romance conversation. We hate niggas for real. <laughs> I don't hate these niggas. I, I hate y'all. niggas. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so Valentine's Day is coming up. And I just want to know to all the niggas out there, why niggas can't act right right before Valentine's Day? Why is y'all it always a, act up right before Valentine's is Day? Is it a fiscal issue? What's wrong? It's got to be fiscal. It's got to be it, financial trouble. It has to be a financial thing. I think that, I'm not going to lie to you. So when I was like a few years back, I remember like my my younger brother is like he is just so I feel like he's so mature and he really does like as crazy as he is he really does give me really good advice sometimes but remember one time I had broke up with one of my boyfriends and I came home and I was so sad I hear what she said (laughs) 
She said, I had broke up with one of my boyfriends. How many boyfriends did you have? Anyway, go back to your story. Tell your story. We'll get into it I later. had one large boyfriend. <laughs> I broke up with my boyfriend at the time. And um, I came home and I was sad. And my brother was like, he was just listening to Future. And I was like, I came home, I was sad. My brother was listening to music. And I was just talking to him. And he was just like, you know what? This is kind of like the artist I'm listening to. Like, uh, you know, Future, Future sings a lot of different songs or whatever. But like a lot of shit, like he kind of goes in and out of him feeling things in his music. So like Future in this particular song, he was talking about how he really felt about like, you know, an ex-woman or whatever woman he was dating at the time. Like he was talking about how he had felt when she left him, but then he went right back into going into that hood booger shit, like, fuck this bitch type shit. Yeah, because, I mean, that's really the shit yeah. you go through. But my brother was talking about, like, how a lot of times with men, a lot of times they won't verbalize or say something out loud because that makes it real. Yeah. And then I just thought about something like, damn, like, the guy that I was seeing at the time, like, he would kind of skip around all of this shit out of fear of being too real and it being like too real, meaning that he had to show up emotionally. Like he had to be emotionally responsible for me. So I feel like a lot of times when we get to like these serious holidays, like Christmas, Valentine's Day, or I don't know, fuck, even yeah, President's none, Day. None of these whatever. are really serious. None of them but are serious, like, yeah, but niggas act weird. I feel like a lot weird. of societal weight is yeah. put around these like, holidays. Like niggas be, niggas be like, damn, like if I actually do something for this bitch on Valentine's Day, that means I'm emotionally responsible for her. So maybe I yeah. should just act up before the holidays so I don't really have to be that person yeah. for her. I don't even know. If, I, I feel like that could be the case with some people, but oftentimes I'll see cases where men are, you know, buying gifts. They're, you know giving you know bringing you flowers they're taking you to dinner they're doing all the boyfriend stuff but then it's like a what are we moment and they're kind of like whoa whoa you asking too many questions and it's like um nigga you just bent me over backwards flipped me to the side uh and then took me out for a steak dinner like and and fed <laughs> me grapes on the steak and fed me grapes for dessert like what uh, what do you mean what do you mean I'm doing too much? I'm confused. <laughs> but I never understood that, though. But then you got to realize it, though. Like, you really have to have your own set of personal boundaries because niggas have, like, not even niggas, but people have made casual sex. I'm sorry, excuse me. <laughs> people she been, have. <laughs> y'all, she. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch be drinking malt liquor. <laughs> I had a 42 ounce last night. Y'all keep thinking, y'all be like, y'all probably ask me why I'm doing this. I literally been doing this for years. It's my bang. This bitch, <laughs> this bitch, this bitch be purposely summoning her sleep paralysis demons by drinking a 40 ounce right before she goes to bed. That like shit, she's like, please come and visit me tonight. That shit is so delicious. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck it is, but niggas really be scared of that level of commitment. But yeah. what I have to ask y'all. We're in 2023. The earth is spinning up. We are heating up. We have a president that's 93 years old. Our vice president doesn't do anything except get micro links and walk around the office and make TikToks. Micro links is crazy. This bitch only gets this. This bitch only gets silk presses. Y'all need to let me. Y'all need to be real with me right now. Why are y'all so scared of relationships and commitment? I honestly feel like we live in a generation where, like, casual sex. We live in a generation. We live in a generation of not being in love and not staying together. <laughs> no, but I really feel like we live in a generation where casual sex has become, like, so normal. It's, 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 so, it's so the norm and it's so acceptable that, like, 
people are treating like their best friends like one night stands. Facts. People facts. are like building relationships with people for years and then deciding to take it to that next level you, and then being like, nah, I'm good. You like, saw that I, shit. I thought we was just fucking. And it's like, damn, nigga, I know you for five years. Bro. <laughs> That's crazy as fuck. I sent something. We got a group chat. Well, I, we have 17 group chats. I don't know why I said we have a group chat. Okay, so the but, one, I know which one you're talking yeah, about, though. But I had sent, I had sent something in our group chat, and it, basically there's this therapist on TikTok who's teaching you how to break up with your friends ethically. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. And niggas are breaking up with their, fr- like, long-term friendships, relationships, all types of wow. shit, like business casually. And it's so funny to me because I'm just like, yo, like, when did we get to that point to where it's like we don't have that traditional level of human communication where niggas are just like, yo. you can get a little emotional. Yeah, like, I don't understand why it had to become so business casual. Because to me, to be honest, if me and you are, sorry, if we're having casual sex, (laughs) if if we're having (laughs) casual sex or whatever, there's no way that I'm about to be like, hey, uh, hey, Tay. Um, it's been great having sex with you so far, but honestly, don't want to continue this anymore because we're not in alignment. I would like to terminate our contract. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks so much. Love you. Bye. XXO. Like, bro. Through like, a text message or an email. That's crazy. Really? I like, for me, I personally like to break up with people. Face to face. Face to face. Whether I'm breaking up with them friendship wise or breaking up with them business wise or breaking up with them relationship wise. I want to see like every single emotion that you go through at the time. One, because I'm a Scorpio and I'm evil and I want to make people feel things um but mainly just because like I think it's like healthier for me to like actually understand where we are because like if you send me a text message and it's saying like yes I would like to terminate my friendship contract with you and then I respond and say I totally understand and I will duly terminate the contract as well I agree to the terms and conditions and then the next time we see each other and I try to say hi to you and you you don't want to fucking talk to me it's kind of like uh you know, you, you don't really get to understand where you are with that person, how much time, how much time and space you need, if you're ever going to speak to them again, if you could just grow to have like a more mellowed out relationship or like a cordial situation outside of like whatever friendship or relationship you guys had. I just feel like it's better to just get an actual human understanding. And it's so crazy because not to date myself, but I'm old enough to remember when texting. Not had beca- to date yourself. Mm-hmm. Just keep going. winks at y'all because you know i'm a refined sexy aged bitch you know i'm 22 y'all anyway so i remember when i was like old enough to (laughs) i remember when i was i remember when like texting had become like new to everybody yeah and like we was on that t9 flip phone and i remember when like (laughs) i remember when you would when like niggas were not breaking up via text like that was taboo i was i was like you cut nigga i would send that message you cut with like the scissors hands and it was like the really bad android scissors like oh terrible terrible job But i remember when (laughs) niggas used to be like i remember when this girl had broke up did we asked this girl she was dating this guy like when we were in high school it was like 2009 and this girl was like yeah i broke up with my nigga and we were like oh my god like how did he take did you see his face and she was like oh i just texted him and we were like you're such a fucking bitch how would you fucking break up with somebody over a phone and i really feel like tv shows like gilmore girls and like sex in the city made me feel like i knew something about like interpersonal relationships i knew absolutely nothing i had no empathy (laughs) i like i'm literally 10 years old i don't know like i'm breaking up with my 10 year old boyfriend (laughs) Bro, I remember my first oh my boyfriend. God. My first boyfriend. What's that? Uh, 
My birth, first boyfriend had sent, he had accidentally sent me and whoever else he was seeing a group text with a K-Camp Oh, because song. at the time you couldn't like you separate couldn't, the you, messages. Yes, yes. You're thinking you're, he's thinking he's sending somebody two separate messages and he was sending y'all one message in a group chat. That's so shitty. Yeah. I'm so sorry you went through that, but it was probably necessary for that, who you are today. Yes, but that shit was so <laughs> hilarious to me because I was just like, um, breaking up via text is so, it's just so, uh, it's so mean. This makes me think about like Sims and how I feel like people really dead ass think that we live in like, like too many people are playing Sims and I feel like people are applying like Sims logic to like real life. And that's I'm why people problem. are like breaking up via text. And acting out these crazy scenes in real life. But like, have you seen the new um, the new campaign for Sims? The niggification of Sims. I've seen it. I've seen like because I follow a lot of people. It's like a black family. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people do like I have a lot of friends who do like who play Sims on Twitter. I play Sims on my phone. I I can't get on the computer because I'll get in too deep. But I remember when, like, my cousins used to play Sims and they would have to get this for Best Buy and shit and, like, or, or Circuit City and put it in their computer type shit. But niggas are giving their Sims, like, middle part bust downs, fucking BBLs, everything. Like, what is it? Just black families? What? Just black yeah, I don't know if it's only black families, but I just thought that it was funny that Sims decided, like, out of all years to, like, I don't know. It's just weird when, like, brands randomly start using black people in their campaigns. Like, I used to see Sims ads growing up and there was ever only like a black person in the background like never like the main character and shit so it was funny to just see like a black family be like the main focal point of a sims campaign like that was just like really interesting to me i niggas love sims i didn't know i didn't know how many black people played sims until i got on twitter yeah it's really crazy i actually i've never played sims but i just know a lot of people that play sims and i understand like what sims is and i've like watched my friends play and stuff but like i really think that like sims and just like online relationships and social networks of the sort are just like a really big factor of why like (laughs) we see a lot of like conversations happening around like valentine's day and like how just people just can't act right and like how people the way that people socialize has definitely changed based on like internet perspective i feel like people are trying to create the realities that they want to see so it's kind of easier for niggas to get on sims and no shade because i put dream niggas on my mood board shout out to the dream niggas but it's like people are trying to create those realities or whatever. And I'm seeing niggas. I, I was going looking at my friends like universe on Sims, like looking at her Sims, like profile type shit. And I'm like, this bitch slick created a two, a two, uh, a two parent household with three kids. And they all look like her. And I was just like, girl, you know, you slick made your life on the game this is what she wants to that just let her live her life like she even designed the nigga down to her type and i was just like i isn't that what you're supposed to do with sims though like isn't that like the whole gist of like what sims yeah is? It, it it is the it's gist but you're yeah you're it's a simulation but there should be no reason why if you like niggas who have parts in their hair in real life your sims niggas should not have a part in his hair in the game i'm scared like that's just a little too close to me like uh, give that nigga a fade or something like why why does he look like your Can boyfriend talk about how niggas with parts in their hair like that's automatically like a red flag is it really for me personally I'm, you know if a I nigga has a four like if you have a not my niggas get lined the, up so not the type of part that you like that you like actually, you talking about the when you like you know your hair kind of soft and you like getting your hair braided and shit like those type of parts okay cool but niggas that are literally shaving the part into their head 
What's wrong with y'all? So I always ask that question because <laughs> I'm I'm around niggas who be growing their hair out a lot. Do does that when you when you when you get that part for a long time, does it burn that in your head? Like, how do they put that in there with like a blade? They're literally, I think they're using like, I don't know how niggas get their hair cut, but I'm assuming they're using like clippers. I think they're using the clippers or some sort of razor to like cut that into their head. Like, I don't think that's a natural part. No, not like that. I'm just saying like, do, do you, can you grow your shit back after years of getting that part in your head? Oh, because you know how you get your eyebrows waxed, and after a certain amount of time of getting your eyebrows waxed, mm. that shit just don't grow back no more. Damn. So I'm just like. That's why a lot of niggas don't have hairlines, because they've they been getting their shit pushed back and wearing hats and shit. It should I'm, just okay. go away. No sh- Yesterday, I'm at work, and this guy comes up to my job, and he's like, hey, ma'am, I'd like to exchange this. Bop, bop, bop. He has a hat on. I'm like, okay, cool. Regular guy. He's exchanging his clothes. Raga, raga. I'm returning his clothes. And he takes his hat off while we're deliberating this. And I'm looking at a man that is bald from his entire perimeter. He turns his head around. There, the entire head is bald. But there are two stripes of hair. Two lines right here. That is the only hair he has on his entire head. He two, got it cut like that. His entire head is bald, but he has two stri- two afro strips. Two He's lines. dead ass. He's talking about serious. Talking about dead ass serious. And I thought about that. I'm like, so is he bald? Or is this a choice? Like, how do you, how is the perimeter of your how head? How do you decide whether or not a man's haircut is a choice? Or if they are, if their hairline's receding? Is that what you're asking? I'm just like, yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, so did he start balding and then decide to keep those two strips of hair out of solidarity? Unfortunately, he's holding on for dear life. He's got to let, that looks, that I know that looks crazy. When that nigga took his hat off, I, I <laughs> almost shat myself. I could not, I, my mouth hit the floor. <laughs> and he was like, are you all right? I said, nigga, are you okay? <laughs> he had fished the fuck out of that situation. That nigga took his hat off, had two strips why would of you, hair. I just feel like if you're going to get your hair cut like that, why would you surprise me? Why would you surprise a, a, a pure stranger by taking your hat off in public like that? You do that in the comfort of your own damn home with people you're already acquainted he, with. He did Don't that. Don't come in my been. job taking your hat off and you look goofy as shit. He did that. <laughs> underneath this. He did that as if we had already been intimate. No. And I was like, Have I don't. Some decorum, I don't sir. even know what the fuck you look like without socks. And you got the audacity to take your hat off in front of me. And then you think I'm about to give you a correct Wait, change. Wait, you see niggas' feet before you see their hair? I, 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 just a lot happening in my fucking I see life what's going like, on now you, i don't I, i'm not gonna lie to you I'll shit's ask, adding up i want to see a nigga <laughs> you're evil i want to see a nigga toes she trying to see their feet before she see their hairline i want to see a nigga toes i just want to see God. his hands because you could just you could just tell if he got the you know the what them shit's called what do eagles have talents Wait, so you care if a nigga's feet are ugly? Is uh, that like something you care about? Yeah. Like slick. <laughs> now, you can have like, you can have, I don't know. My dad, like my dad has fried me. Like my dad was such a bad bitch. Shout out to Libra men to where it's like my yeah, dad. My was, dad's a Libra. Yes. Too. Like my dad was getting many and petties to where like when, when my dad would take his like shoes off, bitches would like women. I have seen grown women be like, oh my God. 
about his feet. So I'm just like, you don't have to have like what pretty, pretty gorgeous time. women. Oh my God, his feet are so attractive. Yes. So you don't got to have like, you know, pretty Tyra Banks type feet, but you know, at least don't let them shits look like talons. There should be no reason why I'm looking at a nigga and he look like he can scale a building. Nick. <laughs> that nigga can scale a building with his toes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, honestly, I can I can truly say that like I must not give a fuck about feet because like the last two niggas that I've been in a relationship with have had terribly ugly feet. Now my current boyfriend, he's getting his feet together, um, so I'm really proud of him for that, you know. And they weren't really ugly; they were just man feet, you know. Just like you know, it's like you could tell he showers and puts lotion on them, but like it doesn't go anywhere beyond that. <laughs> like that's pretty much that's pretty much the gist of it. And like I've really kind of gotten him in like, okay, let's go get some pedicures. Like let's do it. Let's do a foot mask. Like I like buying that. scrubs and things. To me, I just feel like being like a high maintenance type of guy. Like to me, I feel like that's nothing. Like to me, I feel gross now because I haven't had a pedicure in a few weeks. But like. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I'm just that type of person. But like, I, I get it though. Like, I, for me, a man, like, there should be no reason why I'm looking at a man's feet and it looks like he's walked to every job he's had. Like, I can't, I can't live like that. Like, I cannot. I just can't live like that. And you don't have to have like manicured feet with a gel manicure, but you definitely have to have tolerable foot, bro. Speaking of men who I feel like probably have manicured feet, did you see? Um, recently there was a tweet and we're, we're referring to a lot of twitters and tweets um we love twitter yeah we really do follow us um <laughs> so recently there was a tweet from a famous designer his name is gsu woo and i guess he is a a designer that's like i don't know if he's based out of atlanta but he has like a lot of girls. uh he's 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 like he's really big on the atlanta scene with like ari uh jada, jada Weta, Weta, all yeah. those girls like he you know like dream doll all those girls he kind of like dresses them and they model for him but yeah, yeah. he has like a clothing brand yeah but he recently made a I don't know if he was trolling or not, but he like, was I not kind of want to talk about this and how he basically made a tweet um, and somebody reposted it with the caption. Um, GSU woo has been delivered with a T and it was like a question mark because I don't know if you guys have ever seen that meme where the guy's like, I'm delivered. I don't like women no more. I'm not gay. I am delivered. I like women's women's women's. So that was pretty much what they were referring to. And basically in the video, GSU Wu is basically saying that like, you know, he's been doing some healing and reflection and he's, you know, tapping back into his spiritual self. And like, he knows that like that him being with men was not the path that God put him on. And I just thought, you know, honestly, I get really worried when people tie like their sexuality into anything religious um, because, you know, like Christianity, Christianity specifically, and I'm sure other religions, religion in general, just like there's no room for homosexuality in religion. And I just feel like if you're if you just decide like, OK, like I'm not gay anymore because I'm just not attracted to men or I'm not, you know, I'm not a lesbian anymore because I'm not attracted to women. If you decide that and that's just it, I think that's fine. But I think it becomes problematic and a little bit homophobic. And it kind of like adds to like a very dangerous and negative rhetoric when people start to say, like, God told me that I wasn't on the right path, you know, being being in same sex relationships like that 
that really like gets me worried. As a retired religious hoe, let me tell y'all right now. <laughs> If God, God said we're not supposed to wear two types of fabric, so that means you bitches that's wearing spandex and rayon, you're going to hell. You're right. not supposed to eat shrimp, you're going to hell. You're not even supposed to speak. As a woman, us being on this podcast and having agency means we're going to hell. So <laughs> sucking the dick really not even top five worst things you can do to really go to hell. So he's talking about, I, I just don't, I never understood that about like, the Christianity thing, because I'm like I like I said I had a religious background when I was a kid. So I kind of like, want to like play it so that people can like understand what we mean. Um, I think I have it right here on my yeah, phone, so I'm be, gonna I pull it up really yeah. quick. Yeah. So this was it. If you guys want to hear, listen closely. Can y'all hear that? basically describing I don't like him being no in same sex delivered relationships or same sex encounters as he's describing it as sin and fornication not sure if you guys know but he was actually engaged to the other uh queer designer named Shane Austin who's also very like popular like women's designer as well in Atlanta, they even had GS Wu even has shops. He has a shop in Atlanta and everything. Like he has a storefront. Like him and his nigga were <laughs> they were like the face of like this like whole entire like IG girl shit. So yeah, that's for him so to interesting. Do, they've been together for years. So for him to do this whole like 180 talking about this Jesus shit, no shade to Jesus. But like talking yeah, about this it's more stuff, so shade to like the the negativities that like or like the harmful language that comes along with like can you denounce sexuality with religion like after being in, you're in gay you were engaged to I a mean man, you can decide not yeah, to you can be, denounce you can, it but. I guess you can decide to not be like to not be in same sex relationships at any point in your life like because sexuality is fluid and on a spectrum but i think him using words like this was my battle i'm living in sin i'm living in sin i've decided not to fornicate with any other men like i feel like that's where like the problematic stuff comes into because it's just kind of like wow like this is some like really interesting this is a really interesting take and it's a harmful take. And I honestly hope that like anyone who looked up to him is like, you know, you're just saying like, that as a gay black, I'm sorry, sorry. You're saying that as a queer black person living in the state of a living in the city of Atlanta, Georgia, yeah. like bro, like, sh like, I just think it's really interesting. Like, I don't know. Like I, and I, you know, I've had a few um, situations where I've had friends that have kind of taken on like the same mentality where they decided that like, being gay is a sin and like I'm just really really interested to like kind of get to an un I want to understand that a little bit more because like to me it sounds harmful and it sounds like you know it sounds like a little bit of like you know 
I don't know. It just sounds scary, and it sounds it's, like self hate. It sounds like so, self hate and lots of homophobia. Yeah, it just so sounds like I, media type shit. Yeah, and I'm kind of just like I just want to figure out like what that is. So praying for all my brothers and sisters struggling, and I say brothers and sisters with a strong brothers and sisters. <laughs> uh, fuck the rest of y'all. Don't just get it. No, <laughs> I'm just praying for all my brothers and sisters that are going through situations like that where they feel like choices that they've made in love have just like made them you know have made them feel like they're wrong or like they're in any type of sin like you know we sexuality is fluid and like there's no religion that can tell you like who to love like I don't I just really don't believe in that and um yeah I'm just praying for people that have that thought process and I hope that they find healing and um security honestly because that language is just super harmful we already have way too much going on in queer communities that are just like harmful and dangerous and like like, the whole basis of Christianity and just religion just God all of that stuff in general is for you to be you for you to come as you are and for you to be openly accepted yeah like I I don't know but on a positive note let's talk about something that has been on my mind okay let's talk about it let's talk about let's talk about these honey packs okay so <laughs> men under 35 are struggling with erectile dysfunction the honey packs and the blue pills i don't know what y'all have going on that's making you think that as a 24 25 26 year old man that using a viagra is like a turn on and like being able to fuck for six hours straight is a turn on. Like, no, like, I mean, if you talk to your partner, that's a vibe, but like, don't you dare pop a blue pill without letting whoever your sexual partner is know because nobody signed i i, I for one up i did not for sign up for eight rounds <laughs> okay fu- like i got a good two rounds of me you know maybe three if we're having like a really great night i signed up for a nigga <laughs> i signed up for a little pee pee touch uh 20 26 minutes of maybe touching butts maybe 15 of looking at each other naked some kissing ain't nobody if 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 i went to a nigga house and i know that i found out later on that i was signed up for six and a half hours of fucking i'm calling the police what's wrong with regular sex like why aren't people just oh i think i really feel like the the minute man like okay so there are people who are minute men and they're they're coming within the first one or two minutes right i feel like a lot of guys think that like 20, 15 to 20 minutes isn't enough. And sometimes it really just is. I'm not going to lie. Some of you niggas, that 15 minutes. you put in 15 it's a minutes lot. or an hour, you really still not putting in enough work. Yeah. So let's just do, <laughs> let's just. I don't, I don't know how <laughs> niggas went from a part-time shift to a full-time shift. There should be no reason why sex lasted longer than no shade. 40, 40 minutes at the most is, is, a, is that's no a lot. 45 minutes is it's some fine. love making. That's some fun. Okay. It we, ain't nothing we, wrong we with 45 minutes. You on top of me, we grabbing I, hands, we grabbing sheets, sweaty as Okay. Fuck. All right. All She's types. getting beside herself. It's been a <laughs> all types of this bitch is starving. <laughs> <laughs> love making. I feel like 45 minutes like, is okay. I'm not trying to have 45 minute sex every single day. So imagine I don't want to have sex for 45 minutes every single day. I can give you 45 minutes, maybe two or three times a week. <laughs> every single day of the week, you want me to put in 45 minutes of work? I would literally, I would literally call the police and then I'll be, then the police officer would come there and then he would ask me what the problem was. And I would point at this naked man and be like, yo, this nigga, this nigga told me I was coming over for 20 minutes to dick. Cool, bada bop. Nigga pulled up with three hours worth of dick. Nigga, I got a job. <laughs> 
got a job. I nigga. feel like if you are like me and you like to have sex at least once a day, there is no fucking possible way that you're putting in an hour every single day. First of all, it's inefficient. I That's have so a lunch many, break. I have so many other things you gotta to do. You got to get a bagel after that fuck. And I'm not saying that like sex isn't great and that I don't want to. It's like, I just don't feel like sex is like a, such a priority for me to where I need to be allotting three and four and five hours a day to being sexually intimate with a person. I don't. I can't. I I literally live in a capitalistic society. Who is getting met? Who is who is getting the money? So I'm thinking about, I'm, I'm thinking about life. <laughs> unless like you're OnlyFans, unless you're on OnlyFans or you're a sex worker, like there is no reason that you should be putting in a full shift every gotta, single time you fuck. I'm thinking I got to <laughs> like, I got I got like what an eight to nine shift, an eight to nine <laughs> hour shift at work. I get off of work. I want to cook. I want to eat. I want to sit down and watch my shows. Maybe do some laundry. You got the audacity to come with me with an hour's worth of penis. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? And honestly, I respect the hustle. If you can give me an hour worth of penis, that's great. Give me an hour worth of dick, you know, if you can. You better flip me over and finish, nigga. I ain't got time for this. I'm really (laughs) just trying to say that, like, every single day, every day. Nigga, that's an internship. I'm God going damn. in. I'm clocking. That's like basically that's working hours a week. No, that's dead ass. You working at the boys and girls club. You volunteering. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like, if you want to, if you want a nigga to hope with, I can find a nigga on TaskRabbit. I'm not about to do an hour's worth of fucking. No, honestly, like, if you're fucking, if you, if you use a honey pack or Viagra every single time that you fuck, I'm so sorry, young why man. Why are you glazing your You dick? either have erectile dysfunction already or you're setting yourself up to have erectile dysfunction way sooner than your body was ever expecting it to happen. What they should have is they should have an age limit or a doctor's note that's needed for you to, in order for you to get a blue pill. And you know what? I honestly don't agree with them like policing people's bodies, but women can't get hysterectomies till a certain age or they not his, I don't, is a hysterectomy and tube side the same no, thing? No, 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 no. Hysterectomy is when they take out all of your, um, all of your reproductive organs and a tube side is just your fallopian tube being tied. Yeah. So yeah, you can't get your tubes tied. Like if you're 22 they years old, they told me I had to have decide, two children and have a husband to sign off. Yeah. Like if you decide yeah. you want to get your tube side, you, you can't do it. Depending on what doctor you go to, they're not going to do it for you. You really have to go with like a really femit forward doctor and there's still going to try to they're still going to try to talk you out of it so i feel like if we took away the ability for men to have a blue pill unless they actually could prove that they had erectile dysfunction niggas are going to try to niggas are going to get them off like the fucking black market like we we can't really we can't stop these niggas from trying to have hard dick 24 7 first of all if, if, if you're buying blue pills and honey packs off the black market your dick is turning into thanos let me tell you right now, these niggas are no, down bad, and we should, already knew that. There should be no reason why you're buying. Uh, what are you even putting? What do you even do? You drink it? I don't even know how. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> the blue pill, you just take it like a regular pill. But the or, honey, pack? I don't know. I honestly have never seen it in real time. Thank God, my nigga has sense. He actually works out. He eats really well, so you know, <laughs> it's giving. And you know, he's he's nice little age range. So I feel like you know we got a good like you know we got a good like forty years in him. You know, if we do it right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just like so him. grateful that I have an a nigga that does not have erectile dysfunction under the age of thirty five. <laughs> like I really am. It's really because y'all eat Grace Taco be to Bell. God. Y'all, y'all niggas stand too close to the microwave. <laughs> you eat Taco Bell. You don't do no fucking cardio. You don't eat no greens. 
y'all niggas don't even like onions. Like, yeah, so I'm, fellas, we're trying to help you. Eat more aphrodisiacs, which is like, you know, like oysters, like pineapples. Eat more fruit. Eat more vegetables. Work. Try to get some physical activity in, even if it's just going on a walk, going on like a walk for like one mile a day. Please. But you really need to do some push-ups. Be a grown-ass man. Do some motherfucking push-ups, nigga. What the fuck is wrong with you? Get, you be, get your goddamn weight up. There should be no reason. <laughs> First of all, there should be no reason why a black man is using a sex <laughs> A sex attitude or whatever the fuck at this before the age of 30. That's not even that's that's so crazy. Yeah, to it's, like it's unnecessary unless you actually have erectile dysfunction, which I know most of the men that use honey packs and blue pills, they don't have erectile dysfunction. They're literally just they're just extra and they're overcompensating because of it's something ego else. Thing. It's the so praying for you all again, praying for my brothers, praying, praying for my sisters. Um. But yeah, everybody, make sure if you guys have questions that you guys want to ask us, make sure you click the link in our bio. Follow us at Hers and Hers Podcast. Again, I'm Tay and this is Nick. And we are Hers and Hers Podcast. We'll see y'all next episode. Bye. Bye.